HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. listening to Let's Eat In. I'm your host, Kathy Array. We're here at Roberta's Pizza at Heritage Radio Network's headquarters in Bushwick, Brooklyn. And uh, today's show is brought to you by Whole Foods Market. And today we have on in the studio with me is two guys who run an amazing underground wine club called The Noble Rot. Check out thenoblerot.com. And they also have various other projects, which we'll... Um, get into a little bit um but so thanks so much for being on the show john cristaldi johnny cigar That's sorry right. i just whoopsies oh, no uh, uh, stage years name. years of work <laughs> that's it out the door at roberta's pizza okay Kay. yes um this is a very uh talented performer who uh does one-man shows and he has a series coming up called camera spiel at the theater um, in the Lower East Side called... Uh, Dixon Place. Dixon, Dixon Place. Place. Mm-hmm. Please check out Camera Spiel. It should be a great... Camera Spiel, Kathy. Camera Spiel. Come on, yeah. It's got a, a subtitle, too. It's a, a parenthetical drama for the American alcoholic. <laughs> awesome. It, I'm, it has nothing to do with... Uh, what it's, not the- like a, <laughs> it's not like a class or anything like that. Yeah. So. It is a parenthetical drama. It is. In, and then those are in parentheses. Yeah, exactly. Okay. The, yeah. The whole show is sort of parenthetical. I like it. I have actually seen this show, and it's <laughs> wonderful, but he's revamping and revising it, and I can't wait to see all the new parentheticals cool. involved. Me, me either. <laughs> and we also have Brian Quinn from The Noble Rod. Yeah, how Thanks you doing? so much for being here. It's great, yeah. Cool. So, um, and you are also a performer, but a drummer. Right. And uh, what what bands do you play in? I'm playing right now with a few singer-songwriters. Even though I was trained in jazz, I kind of end up being this jazz refugee sometimes where it's like, you know, just doing pop music or things like that. It's just kind of what's prevalent in New York. So uh, Zia V, uh, Stargazer, uh, this group with uh, formed by Stephanie Davila, who uh been in the city for a few years and now is starting to really work uh, a lot more with her group and we're performing at the city winery on wednesday the 24th great and that's with stargazer yes okay cool yeah it's gonna be great so you always have shows coming up it seems yeah both of you too could use more but it's good <laughs> i don't i don't have that problem brian 
Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. And so tell us a little bit about the Noble Rock, because you both... Um, this is a two-man operation here. Um, it's a wine club, and you started it recently. Um, so you've had three events so far? Uh, actually, uh, well, let's see. This year, uh, this is we're, we're going into our second event. We've, we started back in, uh, what was it, June, July? July. July of, uh, of last year, and uh, tried to do a couple events a month, and that worked out. That worked out well. It gets a little stressful uh, with all the other extracurricular <laughs> things that we're doing, and um, sort of de- definitely. I don't know. Would you say we've done six or seven, maybe? Mm-hmm. Eight, yeah. yeah, and uh, just kind of trying to figure out a, a good formula in terms of how how often and how frequent to to do them. Um, and new themes every time. Exactly. New exactly. themes. Yeah, you just had an event a week and a half ago. Mm-hmm. And what was the theme for that? Uh, we, we, we did a class called, it was, a, it was kind of a class, it was an informal class uh, called Taste Like a Pro, and we had a, a winemaker who we brought in from the Napa Valley, his name is Jeff Morgan, uh, very talented, very cool guy who also was a West Coast editor of Wine Spectator and does wine for Dina DeLuca and all kinds of things. He's got a laundry list of accomplishments, and uh, we showcased, he's got three wines, so we brought him in, and it was cool to just listen to him and talk about all his knowledge and know-how and uh, history and uh, just to sort of hear from the person who's made the wine, you know, what, uh, how, it, how it got to the bottle and what we're tasting in the room. It was a cool thing. So it was really educational. It was, yeah. Now you can taste like a pro and <laughs> well, everyone. <laughs> that was the idea, yeah. That was the first one was mo- uh, more like a class than anything. Other ones have been almost party like in, yeah. In rooftop we're, partying yeah kind of yeah i mean the format is great uh, we're fortunate that, that we can just adapt it to uh any idea really based around wine so um and yeah. we also involve music which is part of what i do it's, it all started basically with johnny approaching me and saying um you know what i really enjoy wine i want to do something yeah, i have this problem and we need right. to figure out a way to uh <laughs> curtail it make it more uh <laughs> he needs a way to legitimize Useful it first. Right. in the world yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Uh-huh. um but uh, of course all of our friends uh the dinner clubs for years have done those great formats and they've been really popular the whisk and ladle razor shiny knife and uh, basically, we're doing that without food. Yeah, exactly. I think but, the two of us. So let's been, just get really, really drunk. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you don't need food to go with wine. Actually, no. That's we'll, we can talk about that in a right. second. But the um, having gone to these events, you know, we sort of saw how the social the social aspect of the event, you know, sort of culminates around food and around that mm-hmm. experience. And there is always wine involved, usually in cocktails, depending on where you where you are, um, and that was, you know, I would help out sometimes and maybe try to pair some of the wine with the food and maybe give my input or something like that. But it really didn't. No, no one really cared that much. All, <laughs> all they knew is they wanted more and I needed to come around quicker with with uh, with more bottles of wine. So we thought it would be cool to come up with a format and uh, start, a, start a club um, where the focus was all about wine. Right. Wine is the main player. Food plays second. Exactly. That makes sense. Yeah, I, I know if people can be ravenously thirsty at these uh, whisk and ladle yeah. dinners, and it's just kind of like, <laughs> I can understand totally where you guys are coming from. But so. even the party ones, the events that were more party format, I guess, we're not just getting people drunk. Right. It's not just like, okay, imbibe. Oh, you have and to then... spit it out. Yeah, totally. <laughs> well, well, no, 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 actually, no, we, we don't make you no spit No spitting it out. But, at uh, our events. 
but uh, it's it's great to learn about it as well and not just have this uh, where you just don't think about it. Like you're just taking this in and, and completely right. not it, processing. Exactly. And that's what we recognized. And I think we decided what we wanted to do was get people thinking about wine because a lot of people are drinking wine these days a lot more than they used to. And I mean, wine, you can just you can tell by all the wine bars that have popped up around the city and the innumerable wine shops. And I mean, there's just sort of wine is everywhere and wine's being made everywhere nowadays. And it certainly is important to pair wine with food. But before you sort of get to that, I think learning about it and sort of trying to figure out what you like, what you like to taste, uh, and help, will help you in the beginning to sort of figure out, okay, there's this huge world of wine out there and, and um, I at least have an idea as to what I like. And then once you sort of know what you like with wine, then you can start thinking about pairing it with other things and, you know, which which wine you want to down so, <laughs> down in one swirl, one swig, or, uh, you know, you want to hold on to, maybe you want to age something, mm-hmm. or, you know, all, all kinds of things. There's all sorts of stuff we're trying to get into with this club. Cool. So do you think it should start with a wine education when you try to pair with food? Should you think about which flavors you like and then pair the food afterwards um hmm. that's a good that's a good question well, i think most people uh, know what food they like i mean mm-hmm. new york is such a restaurant-based city though mm-hmm. obviously your book kind of <laughs> deals with quite the opposite context, i don't know but, anything about yeah. what you're talking <laughs> yeah. about uh anyway the um i think people it's clear like you, wine should not be some kind of mystery everyone knows what kind of food they like mm-hmm. and yeah. basically there is no right and wrong with wine it's just about what uh well actually i'm (laughs) well okay (laughs) actually there is a right and wrong with wine well jeff would jeff morgan he would have at least it's it's mostly based on people's taste (laughs) yeah you know it is that's and that's our goal what's brian where brian's totally getting at is we want people to trust their taste and their palate so even if somebody does say to you oh my god you can't drink white wine with uh with a steak (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) maybe you can Maybe you can drink white wine with a steak because you like it. It tastes good. You know, maybe, I don't know. What do you think, Brian? It's ill-advised. It's but, ill, yeah, okay. But Fair enough. <laughs> so uh, we do bring in some food elements, of course, to make sure that people don't just fall over at our events. But uh, Yeah. And it, do- it's, it's a social atmosphere. Mm-hmm. No matter what, even if it's a class, something like that, we want people to meet each other and, and not just, and, you know, have those shared experiences with uh, this great crowd of people we have in new york so just come together meet someone new and learn something new you've never thought of before about wine mm-hmm. very yeah. cool yeah. and, and com- i was gonna add it's, mm-hmm. it's a it's a comfortable format you know i mean i think there's um if you've never been to like a, a wine event or a wine tasting there's certainly a um i think there's a there might be a preconceived notion of how these things go and i mean t- there's Typically, an air of elite or just kind of yeah, formality. Formality. Yeah. Exactly. You show mm-hmm. up and, you know, you, you pay $15, $20, $30, and you get a taste of three or four wines, and somebody is also pouring wine for, you know, five other people, and they're sort of talking to you about it. You're not really having an engaging experience where you can spend time with the wine, spend time with the people, and get to know the people who are talking about the wine it's just kind of like you come right. in boom and, you taste and you and at you know. your events you can hang out for longer stay it's a party enjoy the music enjoy yeah. the music mm-hmm. we're not just spouting our religion on, on on wine and what have you yeah it's just yeah it's an enjoyable experience not just, just sterile you know, yeah. so. well i can't tell you how much i'm looking forward to 
your next event because uh, I'm actually uh, mm-hmm. making mm-hmm. food for it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so this will be a, a, another step in the uh, you know food pairing uh, for for your wine club. And um, and actually, I don't know very much about wines myself, so I'll be very intrigued to see what you guys pair with the dishes I'll be making. Um, it's going to be an aphrodisiac based meal because mm. it's on February. Er, yeah, February 16th. That's right. Mm-hmm. Which I think is Mardi Gras, we found out. But. Oh. Okay, it'll be a Mardi right, Gras themed <laughs> meal. <laughs> Mardi Gras. We're actually going to fly course. all the guests down to New Orleans for this. So you got to get some necklaces. Get your ticket now. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Wow, Mardi Gras is going to be crazy this year in New Orleans with the, oh, that's right. the Saints win last night. Right, that's it. That was the, that was the World Series, right? Yeah, 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 something like that. Um, but no, um, but it should be, I, I'm really looking forward to this. Uh, we're going to do four courses. Yep. And, uh, and we're going to, we're going to pair some wines. I mean, the truth be told, and I don't want to, I don't want to come on. I, I've, uh, I'm a self-proclaimed master sommelier and that's, you know, the, that's the way that we roll. And Brian, you're, a, you're a self-proclaimed gentleman or something like that. Absolute. Absolute gentleman. We don't really, we, we don't know a lot about wine. I mean, we know a great deal about wine, but I mean, we have a lot to learn mm-hmm. ourselves. And that's one of the other reasons we wanted to sort of get into this. Yeah, and you always have different wines that you're exploring oh, and always. showcasing exactly. at these events. So this is going to be a great learning experience for us because now we have some some food uh, that is, you know, uh, very, very definitive choices here that are going to have to be paired fairly well. Uh, so it's not like, you know, people are going to be walking around tasting hearts of palm and uh, drinking something that is just making their, their mouth go, what the, what's, yeah, what's going on? Yeah, what are you on? thinking for the hearts mm-hmm. of palm dish? Exactly. And that's... But, mm. What are you going to do for the hearts of palm? I don't know. <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah. why you're avoiding No, I, I was avo- <laughs> It's a vinegar. All I'm one, saying yeah. is, is, yes, I mean, we want to make sure that uh, it's a good experience. So I need to think about it. But obviously all of your foods are being prepared in the sense of this is stuff that you should be able to do at home change up your normal routine, do something interesting. And I think that would be the same context for the wine. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I mean, even my, I myself don't drink a bottle of wine. I mean, I live in a studio, but like, it's kind of hard to break. I, I know Johnny, like is a different animal, but um, <laughs> when, when do you me? just, you know, drink wine at home alone or something or, or like even, you know, you have to have friends or, or, uh, you know, entertain in some sense. It's just, it's not as frequent certainly as going out. And uh, just getting a glass of wine from your local restaurant or whatever. So that would be a nice thing for people to understand, like, okay, this is how I can start approaching this and just doing it regularly and not in the alcoholic sense. But Yeah, right. yeah no, I mean, unless, unless, you know, you're throwing a party at home, too. And, you know, it's one of the, for, for instance, you know, with, with the Super Bowl the other night, how cool would it have been if, if instead of people were, were pounding beers and throwing cans out the windows, they were, <laughs> were pounding bottles of wine and, and you know, smashing them, on smashing the wall. them against the walls. I mean, that's... I, I totally hear, you know, one of the biggest uh, discrepancies in between dining out and eating in is the wine prices. I mean, you pay for glass... And it's the same, you know, comparable to a bottle. Uh huh. Yeah. And so I, I think that a lot of people are now, you know, realizing, and th- this is a good way to budget: is enjoy your wine at home, and have more parties at home, and get bottles, get to know bottles. Because I absolutely yeah. couldn't agree with you more. In fact, I, yeah, I've, I've, depending on where you go, um, 
getting a, getting a wine by the glass sometimes for me is not uh, the most enjoyable experience. Uh, you know, sometimes the wine's been sitting out, ah, uh, especially if it's a red wine. Yeah, that's you know? the other thing. And it's like, I mean, I just paid nine, ten, eleven, twelve dollars <laughs> for this glass, and it's like, oh, <laughs> what am I drinking? This is vinegar. This is vinegar. And I, <laughs> I would rather, I would rather have, you know bought that bottle and headed it home and I'll have I'll have a beer out when I'm out at the restaurant someone once told me a good tip when I was at a house party if you find that you like a wine buy a case and then you'll just you'll (laughs) like this wine you'll know what to pair it with and buying a case is even more cheaper well yeah no it depends I'm a creature of, uh, I just like change and, and uh, trying things out. I mean, this is the whole thing. If you want to learn about wine, sure, you can, of course, if you enjoy your palate and this is like, this is your end-all, be-all of wine, great. Grab a case. Maybe that's maybe that year is like, you know, you do a bunch of, or six months, you go through that case and it's wonderful. But to really learn about wine, you just try it, try different things. Right, try a bottle here and there. I um, mean, if you really love uh, something. Then, if you're yeah, really sure. gonna drink a lot, get a case. Yeah. <laughs> if you're really yeah. gonna, if you're gonna, yeah. If that's your, if that's your prerogative, then sure. But buy if, a case. But if you want to learn and or challenge yourself, you can buy a different thing each time, and maybe it works out, maybe it doesn't. But it's certainly uh, it always a surprise and adds a little bit of uh, variation. So. It's it's more economical too. I don't. Yeah. Think, maybe not everybody has the ability to buy a case. That can be expensive. And it's fun finding that surprise hit or you yeah. Know. And if you miss, then what? I mean, exactly. And don't forget. I mean, we live well. If you miss, uh, big deal. No, no, no big loss. You don't have you don't have eleven other bottles sitting around. You know. Um, and for those of us who live here in the city, you know, uh, it's <laughs> the idea of having a case of wine isn't yet another thing to clutter your apartment with. I mean, how many of us have wine fridges? Really? Decanters? <laughs> what? You don't have those, or? Oh, I do. Uh, excess of different sized wine glasses. I actually threw out yeah. my regular fridge. I don't. Ha- I don't keep any food in the house anymore. We just have a wine fridge now. But uh, you know, I'm sorry. No worries. Hey, I hey. apologize. I know that's not your style, but what? Oh no. I mean, I'm. I'm all for learning more about wine, and you know what? What is necessary and what isn't necessary? Just like with food, you know, a lot of people say you have to have a, lot, a bunch of tools, you know, a mm. stand mixer and all that stuff, and. It's it's actually a creative challenge to see how much you could do with as few things. Well, so for possible. for yourself, what do you most commonly gravitate to if you're if you're going to order a glass of wine or what's what's your taste? Yeah, I, mean, I have no idea. I'm <laughs> hoping that uh, I can help figure that out a little bit. Exactly. Uh-huh. Well, that's that's it. That's Even red or white, you don't know. I mean, it's just kind of either or. They're all good. Yeah, I'm kind of like that guy in Sideways who's like, tastes good to me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Sorry. I know that was a bad Jeez, one. Well, uh, you know, maybe I, I should take a cut to, to a <laughs> help you out. <laughs> quick break right here, mm-hmm. uh, Brian. You picked out a song and. We'll be right back. Cool. Yeah. Got 
welcome back. It's Let's Eat In with uh, Johnny Cristal. Oh, my God, I did it again. <laughs> Johnny Cigar, Brian Quinn. I'm your host, Kathy Irway. If you'd like well. to call in, you can also call 718-497-2128. And the guys at Heritage Radio Network here will take your call. Um, so we were just talking about, you know, wine preferences, pairings, and I'm drawing a blank. I have no idea what I, what I prefer. And that's, I feel like that's something everyone should really have. It's common though. I mean, if you, if you were to walk into a wine store, you you just see bottles everywhere. I mean, what, where do you start thinking? You know, where, where where are you going to go? I don't really know if I want to commit because I appreciate all different kinds of wines. And but you know what? Different. That could be, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play devil's advocate mm-hmm. here, maybe because you haven't spent time actually thinking about the wine when you're drinking it. Um, maybe you, you get a glass, you get a bottle, and you're drinking it, and you're like, oh, this is a great time I'm having fun. But you're not actually thinking about what you're tasting. And if you, if you, what we try to do is we, we say, okay, you know, when, when you drink wine at our events, we usually... Uh, go around the room and we pour everybody and we wait for everyone to have a full glass and then we um we smell it and then we take a sip and we sort of swirl it around in our mouth for a little bit um to get to get the to get some air we do a little aerating and uh sort of just wakes up the wakes up the 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 wine and gets your taste buds you know in into action and um then you swallow it and you think about it you think about it for like a minute and uh during that time, you know, you, you sort of start to pick up on different things that you maybe hadn't before, some particular fruity some very characteristics. specific verbiage here. Yeah, well, yeah. we're not, yeah, and the, the, <laughs> you know, the, the tar and the, uh, you know, the chemical fertilizer or the, the blackberry jam and toasted fig and olive. I mean, these are, these are very cool things, you know, if you're looking for descriptors. Cat piss is a big one. Cat piss is It a is big actually. One. Cat I've pee, it really is. I've been things yeah. like that, yeah. Yes, and uh, certain Sauvignon Blancs that come out of New Zealand. So think about cat pee next time you're uh, you're you're drinking your Marlboro uh, Sauvignon Blanc. Don't, don't think too I hard. I kind of love that think. that reckless <laughs> abandon of you know the the sound of these words and the con- what they conjure. Um, it's all good because let's face it, this is what it tastes like, right? It's it more honest so, than yeah. I mean, think I about what wine is. I mean, it's grown. It comes out of the ground. It comes from a grape. So obviously, you're going to have berry. You're going to have some berry flavors depending on what's going on, but there's a whole other process to to wine and wine making that imparts characteristics like the the, the barrels that it's aged in. Um, they can impart all kinds of different characteristics, and you can pick up on that when you start thinking about it. So in your case, maybe you 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 realize you know after after you come to our event, you know, hey, you know what? I actually really like red wines that uh that are sort of big and fruity or or i like a red wine that's really sort of lighter in style like a pinot noir and uh and that's because of the kinds of food that you like and you're like yeah you know what i don't like to have a big huge meaty wine that um with with my salad i need something that's a little lighter and and through this process of elimination you start to figure out what you like yeah i'll have to do some more meditation on this next time (laughs) instead of just gulping down yeah think about it well, there's, I mean, scientifically, if you can get down to it, there's the, the palate has, your actual tongue has sweet, sour, bitter, and salty. Mm-hmm. And all of the flavors, of course, you're experiencing are from the nose, which has hundreds mm. of different uh, sensory receptors. And what about umami? Does that play into wines at all? <laughs> yeah, why yeah, not? Sure. I'm, I'm sure it is to somebody. <laughs> so I'm, I'm doing uh, the food for the 16th that um, I've, 
I find to be Valentine's Day appropriate aphrodisiac foods. Do you think there's any wines that are particularly aphrodisiac or romance inspiring? Mm. Brian Quinn knows all about. He's he's real suave with these sorts of things. Oh yeah, look at the way he's dressed. What would you pair for, or what would you if you're just gonna have you know a date for wine and you know maybe some snacks like cheese and crackers? um, What's a really really sexy date? wine i mean it's it's totally depending on the taste of, of both. no no no. just tell them just both. tell them uh, right tell them what it is the 2003 no <laughs> <laughs> um i i mean yeah it's all about just i think the experience together obviously so there's a different i mean i, I you know i'm not going to be professing uh, romance mm-hmm. tips here but uh i i think just obviously you want to have something that's dynamic as dynamic as you are Okay. There you go. Something bold. There you go. Something bold. Something. Confidence. Something that sort of says, you know, right. hello. <laughs> you open. Right. You pop the cork, and it's like, you know, that, Here I am. that you know, music comes on. That sort of. Uh, uh, so, I'm, I'm forgetting who the actor was. Anyway, um, uh, Merlot. Okay, there uh, you have it. Why don't you? Why don't you get a nice bottle of Merlot? Okay? Is that like a particularly? It's red. It's a red wine colorful flavorful <laughs> it's very red very you know red. if i was okay if i was going out on a date mm-hmm. and i did i used to do this i don't go out on dates anymore um because i'm married i um oh, i go out on dates i do go out on dates but with the same person with me with well <laughs> or with brian Quinn, uh which is totally totally exhilarating and uh, i definitely swing toward well i not just one bottle you want two bottles you want to start with some bubbly Oh, this is a good idea. See? Do two bottles. Don't mm-hmm. just be tied to one so in case start, they don't like it. You start also. with bubbly okay. because bubbly really gets the gets the senses. That makes like, so much uh, sense. You get relaxed, but you, your taste buds start to get it's sort of excited. Very effervescent. It's very sexy. And uh, then you, you sort of move on to red. You move on to uh, your meaty red wines, which now are, and you know, I mean, look, let's just, let's let's be honest here. They're going to you, you, you're hit with a powerhouse wine and it's tannic and it's like full of alcohol and you're going to get a little tired. So you've got to sort of move the, move the party to another room. Yeah, uh-huh. the, the level of alcohol is kind of like also determines the strength of what you're doing. So maybe if you don't want to knock them over with <laughs> just this like, what is, you know, just, what and is this? Here? Let's remember this is two bottles of wine for two people as well. No? Oh, oh, oh right? we're talking about, okay. Oh, yes. Or you could be yes, luxurious and yeah. you don't have to finish them. I mean, yeah. Okay. I would finish them. Okay, well, yeah. you know, you can finish them later. And I would also have uh, maybe a dessert wine in the fridge as well to go along with the chocolate cake that you probably had uh, purchased from, you know, Dean uh-huh. and Deluca or, or whatever. Here's an idea: why not or cook, Whole Foods. cook with half the bottle? <clears throat> yeah, mussels with the white it. wine. Well, yeah, that's mussels with the white wine. I mean, cook that's some crazy. Red meat with a reduction sauce. That's that's your no? prerogative. Do you, do you, you cook, cook the alcohol out. What good is that? Do you guys cook much at home? Or? Not enough. I, I don't have a wonderful kitchen in my Lower East Side tenement studio. Gotcha. You know, but <laughs> I actually do. Like... I cook, cook a lot, actually. Yeah, Johnny's mm-hmm. really prolific. Yeah. For your non-dates? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you got to do something in the evening. And what do you like to cook at home? Uh... Oh, man. Um, I, like to, I like to do some challenging things. Uh, we have a bunch of cookbooks from, you know, like those thomas keller folks who do all those fancy fancy Whoa. you know yeah it's really it's actually it's usually a travesty i mean dirty every single 
thing in the entire kitchen. How can you look at that book after what we went through last winter? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even want to like. I can't. Hear no, you're that, guys. Yeah, no. Yeah. Sim- simple foods, actually. I do uh, do enjoy. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with Jamie Oliver, but that is a cookbook that I have. Okay. We have a, in, in the nice. house, and you know he's simple. He's Italian. A lot of Italian, and really just like. I like I like that he he's all about just throw things in like there's no measuring he's like throw a handful of milk in there and like you know and a and a, a shoe full of That's uh, cool. you know you know yeah, yeah. approachable mm-hmm. guy exactly by the way I was referencing nothing against Thomas Keller or uh, last winter but uh, <laughs> I was referencing a, quite a elaborate dinner that uh, Johnny and the guys at Razor Shiny Knife. And girls um, all put on that was based on Thomas Keller and Grant Atkins's crazy menus that cost three thousand dollars a plate that they put on. It Twenty one courses. Twenty one courses, and we recreated those course by course, um, and it made us all insane. <laughs> I don't think we went to bed for two days. No, yeah, there was a lot of flying around uh, every store in the Bay Area looking for white chocolate. I think at one point or. I think I, I can't. Michael said last night I think it was a ten thousand calorie meal. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, I mean, it's a good thing we didn't eat it. Yeah, <laughs> we didn't eat anything. Yeah, I was just eating like random tidbits of like broken twill batters and uh, <laughs> little those crackly, bubbly, deep fried tapioca balls, caramelized that, bacon, right? Yeah, I mean, literally caramel pears. Car- yeah, uh, no dehydrated clear like stained glasses of pear slices. Wow. That was fun. You're not going to do any of that at our event on the 16th? Well, <laughs> try to take it easy. I'm like, <laughs> you know, I can appreciate the Jamie Oliver approachable cook at home type of type of stuff. Cool. And also I do like his, uh, you know, kind of farm to table. Well, that's also Thomas Keller too, but he's also really into knowing your food and where it came from. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This is all very aside. Knowing your wine and where it came from. Knowing your wines, yeah. And, you know, I'm very curious about and what wines will 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 be pairing because we haven't figured that out yet right? well it's it, it, all right i'm I'm being elusive it's a surprise mm-hmm. we don't like to give away too much ah you know right brian right well yeah you you have your your methods of uh and uh trickery yeah. so you know exactly what wine you're going to pair with the hearts of palm then. yeah we do yeah. actually we okay do. the thing I was, I, you were saying earlier know your wine i mean i'm always shocked because we, we get a lot of different you know spectrum of people that come to these events and sometimes Someone who's just, you know, quietly enjoying it. I mean, you'll talk to them and they'll really know quite a lot about what they do and don't enjoy about wine. And, and, and they'll, they'll quite often, if they do like something, they'll research it. So, you know, we, we don't just cater. It's not just the kind of layman, you know, or, or people that don't know about wine that we cater to. Of course, there are quite a, a group that uh, are quite a few that, that come in that have a great amount of knowledge, which is mm-hmm. wonderful in New York. Cause I mean, probably in California, it's just a lot more prevalent, but in New York, I think it's sometimes we think it's not as, it's true. And we, we learn a lot from them as well. It's a, yeah, from your guests, it's a social learning experience. And there's yeah. a lot of, now that you've expanded, I'm sure there's a lot of people who just kind of heard about it through the grapevine. It's, and it's just all mixed in there. There's 40, 50 people usually at these events. Mm-hmm. It's a good crowd. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's yeah, not about that. Not too oversized or... You know, yeah, we keep keep it keep it uh, low so that you can focus on the wine, you know? I mean, if you have 80 people in the room, it's difficult to sort of command everyone's attention and really talk about the wine, which is why we're, which is why we're there. Cool. 
And so one last, I guess, tips for anybody shopping for wines at home this, this Valentine's Day to maybe pair or, or how do you pair with, uh, with whatever you're making? Well, you mean uh, food-wise? Yeah, just well, to make something... Google is a fabulous resource. Okay. All <laughs> really? Right. No, yeah. And all, 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 all kidding aside. Do you have any favorite uh, sites that you look at? Or what about wine stores? Hmm. Um, gosh, in terms of... Uh, it, that's, a, that's, a, that's a tough one. A lot, of, a lot of wine blogs and a lot of wine stores, you kind of have to do a lot of reading through. Um, and wine stores don't always have a lot of information on their site about pairing wine with food. But um, I follow a lot of Twitter... There's a lot of Twitter, exactly. People that talk about, I mean, these are, you know, Eric Asimov, people who are talking about wine all the time, who obviously have careers with it, but they'll throw out little ideas. And if you pick them up and like, wow, that could sound incredible, then you just store that away and Mm -hmm. use it. And it's, you know, if you're going to pay attention and research and, and, you know, you'll find out some great things. Or you could do it last minute and just use Google, but, you know. <laughs> I agree. I mean, it's, it's just use the internet and Twitter, plug in. Twitter, Google, the, the modern wine lovers guides. Because people, cool. people are tagging all sorts of things, and you'll, you'll come across something that's been posted that maybe is pertinent to the food you're cooking. Crowdsourcing. Yeah. yeah. It's changing like the it. industry. It's great. It's, I agree. I agree. I like actually it. heard about this at a recent new media panel on food, and people were talking about the, how wine blogging, Twitter, that was um, a big thing nowadays. Mm-hmm. Little tiny uh, vineyards in Italy, they can t- tweet about whatever, and then people will follow, and it's almost like they're at the vineyard. They'll talk about what they did that day, things like that. And, and whereas, you know, 10, 20 years ago, you couldn't even, I mean, even 10 years ago, you couldn't even get the Yeah, bottom. you would, if you were to do something like you would go and get a resource like... Um, uh, Windows on the World by Kevin Zraeli, or you would, you know, you look to uh, Jan- Jancis Robinson, or, mm-hmm. uh, you know. Or how about your new wine Hugh site Johnson. called? <laughs> or my new wine site. Wintology? <laughs> Wintology.com, Dot com? that's right. Check out Johnny Cigar's Wine Musings yeah, we're, there. We chronicle Noble Rod events there, and I talk about my own wine meanderings and uh, and and that sort of thing. So that, that could be a resource. Cool. Well, thanks so much, guys. It looks like we're about out of time. But uh, definitely everyone should check out thenoblerot.com if you want to hear even more and learn more and bump elbows with a bunch of cool people. And also Camera Spiel is coming up. That's When's right. the first day again? February, uh, February 12th. 12th. That's the opening night. Fridays and Saturdays. Uh, three weekends in a row in February. Can't wait for that. That's going to be a real gas. Cool. Thank you. And Brian, your show on? February, uh, February 24th, cool. Wednesday night, City Winery. Can't wait. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, um, see you next week, yeah. and I'll see you guys next week, too. Um, I'm Kathy Arway, your host. Thanks again for Nat Wiener and Jack Inslee at Heritage Radio. Thanks.